my name is Nora Wells, and one way that I am finishing strong, or the month to finish strong, is bringing my family to Christ, and we have not had a strong faith in our family in previous years, but recently, about two years ago, um, I started going to church and have brought my entire family and all of my children to church, and I hope to get stronger every day and finish strong with my family and our faith in Christ. How important is it for you to finish strong? You know, I think today, as I've observed people and read research studies, I'm starting to get the sense that uh, the generation coming up maybe doesn't focus on this idea of finishing strong as much as just finishing the next minute. And I know that's a generalization, and I understand that every person is an individual. But I'm concerned today that uh, many of us, no matter what age, are living in a culture, living in a time where we don't focus as much on how we're going to finish. We're just focused on what's going on in this moment. And we need to do both, because here's a reality. What you do in this moment is going to help you either finish, finish strong, or finish whatever direction you're headed today. I'm Dr. Randy. We're going to talk about finishing strong today. I'd love to hear your comments on this. How important is it to finish strong? What's one thing that you're doing to help finish strong? What's your job? Maybe finish strong. Maybe your career. Maybe it has to do with living a life in your marriage until death us do part. What is it that you're doing to finish strong for God's glory and, frankly, for your benefit? Love to hear it on our storyline, 888 The calls for the show today are pre-recorded, already set. We'll be getting to those in just a moment, but I want you to come and share your story on our storyline for a future program. Again, 888 Today, we hear much about the younger generation in workforce doing something called quiet quitting which really implies just getting by, just doing enough. I think that God calls us to a higher standard in our marriage, in our family, in our relationships to finish strong. What do you think? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Come and join us. What's one thing that you're doing to finish strong? Again, our comment line is 888-888-1717. My name is Luke, calling to share my testimony on how I'm intentional with Christ. I've only been a Christian four years. I came to know and trust Christ at the age of 24 years old. You know, every day I'm growing and seeking God, and I've said that every night when I come home, no matter how many hours I work, I will sit and read my Bible, even if it's one chapter from the Old Testament, one chapter from the New Testament. It's those convictions through the Word of God that has continued me to become a better man, to seek Christ and everything, and I've been intentional in my life since I've become a Christian. Before I was a Christian, I barely had a 2.0 average, you know, I was terrible at, you know, at being intentional with school, and I dropped out of high school when I was 18 years old. When I became a Christian, I went back to high school, went to college, I graduated college with a 3.95 grade point average, and then God has blessed me with a good job, and so I'm working in the career field that I graduated in, and every day I go to work on time, and I'm just very intentional about sharing that gospel every day and getting up every morning and seeking Christ and how I'm to go about my day and just directing my word. And I I look to bless those around me every day as as much as possible, those guys that I work with that are non-believers as well as encouraging other Christians. I've come to find out that the more I do and 
the more intentional I am in that, the more I have a heart for those people around me and the more God's compassion and love works through my life. Good for you. Hey, listen, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. We all start races. We all start things. Come on, we all start something, and it's how we finish, right? Could be work, career, could be raising those kids. You want to finish strong, don't you? Maybe you're halfway through the process and you say, whoa, I'm way off track. That's all right. Get back on track and uh, stay focused. Like uh, we got this one who said, hey, I want to finish strong in raising my six grandchildren. You've taken on all that responsibility. It's one day at a time, isn't it? That's why we talk about doing that next right one thing. A couple of things we on the intentionals for finishing strong. Number one, if you look back over your life and say, hey, I lived my life, and along the process I really discovered and lived God's purpose for my life. What is the, what is the purpose of man? The Westminster Catechism talks about man's chief end is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. That's a good place to start. I think another way to measure how strong you've been in finishing, that you left no unfinished business behind. You're not leaving a trail of, you know, damaged relationships and people and stuff behind you, picking up after yourself. We see that all through Scripture. Those that were strong and finished strong, they didn't leave unfinished business behind. Now, you might have issues that you can't resolve, but... That's different than just intentionally walking away from unfinished business. Number three on the list is that you loved people and used things. Our culture is not about serving. It's about self. And when we take the focus to say, hey, I choose to be in intentional doing that next right one thing, it makes a difference. To the phones, what is that one thing? Let's go. Gus is in Michigan. Gus, welcome to the program. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Dr. Randy. You know, I, I think uh, it's just to keep in mind uh, – you know the the future for for retirement and staying the course, uh, and and it seems like the closer you get to retirement, the harder things come. Mm-hmm. But it's just keeping the carrot in, in front and knowing uh, when you can afford to retire and, and staying you know the course. And uh, well, what is your view, the, Gus, of retirement? I, I've always you know I'm I've always looked at that in terms of. God doesn't want, you know, we don't see retirement in the Bible, and I know that we need to transition because right. there's energy and levels and all that kind of thing. How do you view finishing when it comes to that last part of life as far as use of uh, your time and resources and right. things? Yeah, and, and, and I, it frees up, I think, uh, not retirement from uh, um, retirement from having to go to work uh, and, and being free to, like, serve in, in uh, church ministry. Yeah or the soup kitchen, or being able to go to uh, mission trips, you know, or even uh, just to go uh, travel. And, 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 uh, but I think God places you where you're supposed to be in your job, and, and, and you're, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to leave till you know, um, He wants you to leave. Mm-hmm. And you can't let uh, people get in your way of that. Yeah, how old so, are you, Gus? Uh, 57. All right. Well, you're in that stage where you're thinking about the future, and life is kind of in thirds. The first third is kind of the learning stage. You learn about life and relationships and your strengths and your weaknesses. The next third is our living stage. It's also our collecting stage. We collect a lot of junk. We collect a lot of stuff, relational issues, financial issues, a garage full of stuff, right? 
And then the last third is learning to really let go of things, not hang on quite so tightly. And I think you're right on saying, hey, you know, one of the things is to get that breakthrough, not let the past or people in the present keep us from moving in the right direction for the future, which I think is right on. I, I agree with yeah. you. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Gus. Appreciate it, my friend. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, let's go to Stephen. Stephen, welcome to the program from Michigan. What's your one thing? Uh, prayer. Is that something you uh, do or something you'd like to be more engaged well, in? It's something that my wife and I have really, really tapped into. Uh, about a year ago, our marriage was facing divorce. Um, I was very easily the worst husband alive. <laughs> There was something wrong that I could have done in my marriage. I was guilty of it. And over the course of the last year, we found ourselves uh, back in the church. I actually had been a pastor for 10 years previous before we were married. So it was one of those situations where I knew the word academically, but I had never gotten to a point where I had that that deep father nurturing relationship with God because I just wouldn't allow it. I was too afraid that he would abandon me. Hmm. So, over the course of the last year, my wife and I have really gotten into um, making Christ the the centerpiece of everything it is that we do. So, and what difference has that made in your marriage? Yeah, our marriage has just flourished and become something that neither one of us ever imagined that we could have in relationship to another human being. And you see, prayer is a key. Also, making a decision. You were, you know, saying, "Hey, this is one thing we're going to really focus." on letting God be the center of our lives and our marriage, and then praying together. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. So, and most importantly, um, praying for ourselves in relation to our spouse. If we see something in our spouse that is either hurtful or harmful to us, then we ask how we can, you know, how we can come alongside God and love our spouse through that, rather than praying about our spouse. Mm. You know, it's trying to instruct God to change the other person, we realize that, <laughs> You know, our spouses are our greatest teachers, and they're the the greatest assets that we have. So realizing that God can work through them in our lives to take us just that much deeper has just really been something that we're very intentional about every day. That's great. Hey, thank you, man. Appreciate your call, Stephen. No problem, Dr. Rainey. All right. We're talking about that one thing, how to finish strong. What's that one thing that'd be a breakthrough in your life? Hi, I'm just calling to let you know that... I have been married for four years, and the reason why it's so successful is because Jesus is first, the Word in our lives is first, and we live by His Word, and that's why our relationship is lasting through ups and downs, and we've only been married four years, but we know that Jesus has to be first, and everything else is secondary, and a lot of times the callers call. And for some reason, they're just whatever it is they're going through, it all has to be with putting Jesus first and having faith in God. Thank you. Wow, thank you for sharing that so gently and beautifully today. I appreciate it. You know, I was thinking about, we're talking about finishing strong, and I was doing some studying and reading and praying uh, over the last uh, couple of days about intentional living, about our ministry, and about our message, and always trying to be clear and what God is trying to communicate through us. And I think he really revealed something to me. That doesn't often or always happen, but he reminded me when we think about finishing strong on this topic of living intentionally. 
so often we can think of intentional living as something out there, you know, something I'm I'm going to see five years from now or 10 years from now. And of course, that's partly true. It certainly has a goal aspect to it. But you have to recognize that we can't be intentional in the past. You know, we're not there. And you and I can't be intentional in the future. Now, when we get there, we can be, but we're not there yet. If God tarries and we get there. But you and I, if we want to finish strong, need to be intentional in this moment today. Which then got me thinking about how you and I tend to give too much power to our past. One of the reasons we wrestle so much with regret and worry and fear and anxiety is we're living in the past or we're living too far in the future. And uh, we're not giving enough emphasis or understanding or consideration to where we're going to be in the future. And then I thought, you know, the reality is we just don't give enough attention to the intentionality of this moment today. And so as we're thinking about finishing strong, can I encourage you to live this moment today, be intentional, do the next right one thing, heading in a specific direction that will honor God. That's the way you get to the point of being intentional and finishing strong in your life. Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Of course, the other prisoner we know rejected him, right? And then the scripture says, and then Jesus said to him, assuredly, I say to you today, you will be with me in paradise. That's the ultimate message, isn't it? Talk about being unloved in your last hour before death. Probably had a miserable life. I mean, you can just kind of picture what life was like for this guy up to this point that led him to the cross alone, dying alone. And yet Christ in his dying moments turns to him and says, today you'll be with me in paradise. The topic from our lesson this month is on the topic of how God cares for the unloved and that prisoner on the cross next to Christ must have been unloved. There was no one there to take his body or bury him, according to at least the record doesn't indicate that. He probably lived, as I mentioned, a life just getting by, surviving, playing the system, and ultimately ending up on the cross. But at the end of his life, He turns to Christ and says to him, remember me when you enter your paradise today. And God was there with him through Christ and uh, ushered him into eternity. Powerful thing. The lesson this month that I'm sharing with all of our Intentional Living members really is this topic of how God cares for the unloved. That was one of four stories from Scripture, um, how God makes up the difference. If you feel unloved, unloved in your marriage, in life, in your relationships, maybe even with God, and you're looking for some encouragement or someone you know is, this month's lesson is for you. And it's a part of our ministry to send this automatically by email and video uh, to our members around the country. And if you're not, come and join us. Those of you who joined us uh, this last month, thank you. You'll be receiving it. But you can join us today. All you have to do is go to theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com. Click on that little donate icon Come and be a part of the Intentional Living family. I appreciate your support. We need you to be a part of the family. We want you to be a part of the family as we encourage you on living an intentional life in Christ. Again, go to theintentionallife.com. Here's one thing you can do today for a stronger marriage tomorrow. Hi, I'm Dr. Randy Carlson with an Intentional Living Minute. Can I encourage you? Be bold. 
Ask your spouse, what one thing can I do to make our marriage stronger? And after you pick them up off the floor, and maybe you can talk it through together. That's a powerful question. And if you're being honest about it, and you listen carefully, and if it's something they want you to do, and it's not practical or reasonable or something that's possible, then you need to talk that through as well. But once you agree that, hey, that's one thing that I can do, I can commit to, to make our marriage stronger, here's number two. Do that one thing. And when you do, two things will happen. First of all, you're going to complete what it is they ask you to do, which will be encouraging. And secondly, your marriage will develop more intimacy. And when you do, that's intentional living. To get our daily video, sign up at theintentionallife.com slash minute. Remember when tying a string around your finger helped remind you of something? Well, it's not a thing anymore since that one guy ruined it for the rest of us. That's really tight. I can't feel my finger anymore. Help! That's why at the Intentional Living Store, you can get your own wristband. It's a physical reminder that the intentional life is lived one right thing at a time. And when you use that wristband, the Power of One Thing book, and the free online Intentional One Thing challenge, you'll go from good intentions to developing transformational habits. The Intentional Living Store at theintentionallife.com. The Bible holds instruction for living a life that pleases Christ. And every month, Dr. Randy Carlson shares another teaching on CD with the monthly members of Intentional Living. Look at Nehemiah. He's proactive before anything else. He's taking full responsibility for the state that they're in. He focuses on the promises. He comes to God as a first resort. How can that not lead to joy? God answers his prayer and God completes His work. Become a monthly member and help us reach others with the message of intentional living. Call 888-888-1717 or go to theintentionallife.com. Sometimes, one small change is all it takes. We refocused on loving our kids and being with them, not just being in the same place as them. And one daily, intentional step at a time can create a life you never thought you could have. When I changed the way I acted toward my husband on a daily basis, it changed everything in our home. There's peace now. The power of one thing meant the power to be disciplined in our family's finances. Finally! Achieve the dreams you'd almost given up on. Order the power of one thing at theintentionallife.com. You're listening to Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio, but it is intended to help you live an intentional life in Jesus Christ. Randy? Thank you, Kurt, and uh, we're live here today talking about finishing strong and what's that one thing that would be kind of a breakthrough to help you move in that direction uh, in being intentional. We're hearing your calls to our center. Adela has been waiting patiently in Arizona. Welcome to the program today. Hi, Dr. Randy. Hi there. What's your one thing right now, Adela? Well, thank you for the opportunity to let me share a little bit today. Um, Background a little bit, I've led a dark life, um, a lot of pain, um, spent most of my life doing drugs and um, lost two, three children, mm-hmm. um, a stillbirth, a abortion, gave a child up for adoption. Um, there's just a lot of pain, um, which the drugs masked, and I walked in that direction for um, 55, well, until I was 55, but recently... 
Um, I've been studying the Bible and going to church for the last five years and, and growing. Well, my little granddaughter found a new church that I decided to check out, and and then she decided to be baptized again in this church because she's learned more about Jesus and how he loves her and wanted to commit her life to learning and, and growing in that direction. So I'm watching her be baptized in front of the church, and I felt a strong voice inside of my soul telling me, come, let me wash you clean of your guilt and pain, let me take you into the light, let me uh, care for you. And so I went up in front of the church, and I jumped in the pool, and I was baptized again, and have felt relief and freedom and a love surrounding me and a purpose calling me. And uh, I'm intending to read the scriptures and study and, and make my life uh, um, a testament to the Lord. Mm. Well, good for you, Adele. And as you know, it's not that water that is magical. You know, the, uh, that baptism in itself is not the magical formula, but it certainly is a representation and it's a picture of God washing us clean of his love, his intentional love for us to be that symbol and that picture, the fact that you had made a decision to say, Lord, I give you my life, and and there's a picture of the cleansing. And you know, no matter what age, 55 or if you're 25, uh, God will do that in your life. So Adela, let me ask you, uh, you, you're staying in the Word, you're involved in a church. I'm assuming you're going to stay plugged into that church or another church? Yeah, definitely. That's good. Uh, well, I'm glad that you're listening to the radio as well. Has the radio been an encouragement to you? Yeah, um, I listen to it in the car, but um, I think I'm going to try tuning it in in the house a little bit more. Well, I hope so, because this, believe it or not, the signal actually goes right through the walls into your radio, so it'll be in your house as well. Yeah, this is kind of a new new thing and another direction the Lord's taking yeah. me into. Well, let me another tell you, Adela... Adela, we're in the radio ministry, and I'll tell you why we do what we do 24 hours a day. I tell the staff this all the time. We're kind of like on demand. When you turn the radio on, there, there it is. You're looking for some hope. You're looking for some help. You're looking for some equipping. You just turn the radio on. Boy, there it is, you know. And uh, that's why we do what we do. I know that's true of Christian radio around the country. That's our commitment to be there for you. So we'll be on the journey with you of being intentional. Adela, thank you for sharing your story. The way I live intentionally each day for my health is I apply the second commandment to my life. Love yourself as you love your neighbor. And if you're not taking care of your body, then you don't feel good about yourself. And how can you feel good about anybody else if you're not feeling good about who you are? I exercise four times a week. I have four children, and I feel much better today than I did when I was in my 20s. I eat pretty much what I want, but I cut out things like soda. I don't drink soda at all. I don't eat candy, and I try to avoid fast food at all costs, unless it's a special night we'll do pizza or something like that. But that's about it. Thank you. Good for you. You know, you, you were talking about that commandment, which really says to love others as you love yourself, right? And you think about it as we as we do. Um, the focus so often is on ourselves, and we understand that God's intention is that we, as we take care of ourselves, as we grow, that we say, "Hey, we got to reach out and help a hurting world." What a world we live in today, with so many hurts. So, thank you for telling us 
your story. And you know, your stories are always welcome and appreciated here at the Intentional Living Center, that we can hear them and pray with you and then share them back with our listeners. Here's how you can tell us your story. Uh, It's very simple. You can call us uh, at our story line, 888-888-1717, anytime, day or night, or go online. We have a lot of activity on our Facebook and our website as well when you go to theintentionallife.com. And so we keep this uh, discussion going because that's the whole purpose. We're here to help you and you encourage us together on this journey. Why? Because we want to help you finish strong. Hi, Dr. Randy. My name's Roger. I'm a truck driver. I've been listening to FLR uh, and Intentional Living. Uh, gee, it's been a quite a while. I remember the first song I heard on that station that I really liked was Slow Fade by Casting Crowns. I appreciate very much what you guys do. You're such an encouragement to tune in to your programs and your music, your intentional living. Uh, I wish when I was younger and had my uh, wife and family at home, I would have heard you guys on a regular basis. Uh, it might have gone a little better. It breaks my heart to see so many people struggling in their lives. And I was like that once. I used to struggle in my life, but ever since I got right with the Lord and started studying the Bible, going to church, it's just all beautiful now. And I just want to encourage other people to continue doing no matter whatever you're going through, because not everybody uh, gets up every day to a bowl of roses, you know. We all have all kinds of things going on in our lives, but uh, when you center and focus everything around the Lord, and you learn to have a relationship with the Lord, very little can can shake you, because He's always there, and Family Life Radio is always there too, because I get so much encouragement myself from listening to music and programs that are talking about the Bible and talking about Jesus, because that's the center focus of my whole life nowadays. Hey, thank you, Roger. Appreciate your uh, testimony and your story, and I think as I was listening to you uh, share that, it reminded me as we're talking about finishing strong today, that earlier in the show I was talking about we can't be intentional in the past. And I think many of us get so stuck in the past. And we talk about wanting to finish strong in our lives. You want to have a better life. It begins today. I mean, truly, I'm talking about a better life in Christ. If you're struggling financially, it begins today to make a change. If you're not getting along in your marriage like you'd like to, it begins today. Being intentional, this moment. If you're struggling with your health and you know there's some things you could do, some things that doctors told you to do that you're not doing to improve, it begins today. It's a decision that we make. And so our encouragement here in Intentional Living, if you want to finish strong, you got to take the next right step or the next step in the right direction to be intentional. And uh, Roger did that. I mean, listen to what he talked about. He mentioned about coming to Christ and getting plugged into a church and getting plugged into a daily reading of Scripture. And he, he changed his activities and his priorities. And when he did, it changed his life. It's not, as I often say, rocket science. It's just doing the next right one thing, trusting God and uh, being intentional, living in the moment with a destination in mind. Hey, we've got to run today. We'd love to hear your story. If you have a story to share with us, call us at 888-888-1717 on our storyline. And so from uh, Stephen and Rob and the rest of the Intentional Living family, thanks for joining us today. Be safe. 
and be intentional.